Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz, here to get you through your workday. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Good afternoon to you. It's three minutes past midday. It's Thursday, September the 29th, 2022, with Stephen McIver in for Staffy this afternoon till four. And a, a busyish old day this afternoon. After one o'clock, we're going to talk to Sarah Hedony, uh, the Blackfern Loose Ford, about their campaign, which is not too far away. I was just looking at the draw for the uh, Rugby Women's World Cup. And the opening day has a triple header at Eden Park. How good is that for value for money at Eden Park? Three for the price of one. Well, here's hoping that is the case anyway. After two o'clock, we're going to talk to uh, Kiwi Navigator Paul Berber. You wouldn't know who Paul Berber and his driver Todd Bourdain are, but they're one of many, many New Zealand drivers that are competing in Rally New Zealand, Repco Rally New Zealand, this weekend, starting with the, the special stage around the Domain in Auckland today. There's only about 20 WRC1 and WRC2 cars going around. They're, they're the hot shots. And then there's about 50 other cars still running in the New Zealand Rally Championship. So Paul and, and his uh, driver, Todd Bourdain, one they're driving a very nice R5 Ford Focus. So we'll talk to them, uh, Paul, after two o'clock this afternoon. After three, my good mate and rugby league commentator and podcaster on Andy Raymond Unfiltered talks about the Parramatta Eels, his passionate team, also about the Dally M's and who wins the grand final. So there's a lot to come in. All the way through this afternoon, you know I want you to call 0800 150 or text on the Temper Bed Post text line on double eight double three. So let's get going. Well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Yeah. 12.05, and in midday madness today... To stadium or not to stadium, which is the best, which is the worst, and do you really care? You see, in the papers today, it was released that because of the Women's Football World Cup next year, Eden Park will be locked out for one of the All Blacks Rugby Championship matches against the uh, Springboks. So, yes, it looks like Mount Smart Stadium is up for grabs. And then suddenly, I sat, I, so I sat down with producer Sam and said, is there an argument in this? He said, you watch this. Sure enough. Sam gets on Twitter and away it goes. Why is Eden Park better? Why is Mount Smart a better stadium for an experience? So I want to know what you think. Have you been to either stadium? And what was your experience like? Now I can honestly say the experiences for me are completely different. So I've been to a rugby test at Eden Park. And I'll be blunt with you. Rugby union fans do not know how to support a team consistently through 80 minutes. In fact, I wanted to walk out after about 40 minutes because there was no reason for me to be there. The test was okay, but I want that full experience. I don't want to be paying ridiculous amounts of money for food and beverage. And the walk there, as much as it was fun, is a pain in the backside. 
Now, you're going to say, oh, yes, is going to go on about Mount Smart Stadium. Well, I've spent a lot of time in Mount Smart Stadium, but I can tell you that the fan experience is a completely, completely different ball game. Footy fans, as I like to call them, never stop. Whether the team is winning or losing, they never stop supporting the team. It's always loud. It's always vocal. Nick Brown, who is the ground announcer, is constantly exhorting fans to make noise, defence, offence, the whole nine yards. Their food and beverages, the best selection's great. The prices are probably the same. And there's plenty more parking too. Oh, you can argue that it might be in the middle of an industrial area, but it is still a great environment. That's the difference. But what do you think? Do you think one is better than the other? And tell me why. And be rational about it. Because some of Sam's uh, well, replies to a tweet has been pretty bloody average, to be fair. And there's just very myopic views. Are you myopic about it? And here's the other thing. Don't think that the Auckland City is going to get another national stadium because the, the city's bust financially. Where are you going to find probably a billion dollars? The only way that's going to happen is by private equity. And then maybe, just maybe, the council giving the land for now or for whatever deal they want. So tell me what you think on Midday Madness about your stadium experience. 0800 150811. That's 0800 150811. Tell me if it was a good one. Tell me if it was a bad one. I don't care what sport you support. I want to know why. And are you a rugby fan happy? Happy to go to Mount Smart Stadium next year to follow your team against the Springboks in a stadium that's probably going to capacity about 15,000 less than Eden Park. 0800 150811. That's 0800 150811. Hey, Brian, how are you? Hi, how are you, Stephen? Yeah, I'm good, thank you. you about something completely different, but just on the uh, issue that you're discussing at the moment, I say people are different. The reason I say that is um, I've got great connections to the Pacifica people. I spent a lot of time time with an adopted family there. And the passion on all Pacific fields is a completely different dimension to what you get in rugby union fields, cricket fields, or any other type of venue. Um, a different type of people, not as passionate. So obviously you get a different environment. But look, what I rang to say to you was something absolutely different. I rang to say that I don't always agree with you, but you, Stephen, are the bravest man that I ever saw in a boxing ring. I've had a lot to do with boxing, done a little bit myself, and the time I saw you fight in the fight for life, I thought to myself, this guy hasn't got a clue. He doesn't know how to fight. Was that the first and second one? But but by God, mate, when you fought Clint Brown, it was oh. the bravest exhibition that I have ever seen. Mate, it only lasted 49 yeah. seconds, that one. I got the first one and then it's thought I was pretty, pretty cool and he whacked me. So much power and size advantage. What the hell is this wee guy doing in there? Oh, that's why I went back, to, that's why I went back for the third one, mate, just to, just to know that I could last at least three, three rounds. Oh, mate, no, no. In my book, you're a hero and I've seen some pretty good fighters and uh, it's, you know... It's not how much ability you've got, it's how much heart you've got. Oh, well, mate, I, pr- I appreciate the sentiment. Where are you calling from today? 
So what? So are you a rugby or are you a rugby league supporter? I'm a rugby man primarily, but I've played both games. Okay, actually, so here, here's and enjoyed both of them immensely. Here's the thing: do you do you think rugby fans just don't get it? They're not consistent when it's supporting the All Blacks or or a rugby team, or is it? You know, I mean, if you're a Crusaders supporter, are you constantly yelling? No, I'm a Crusaders supporter, but I, I don't think that the, uh, uh, basically. I hate to say this, I don't have a racist drop of blood in my body, but I don't think a basically European audience is passionate as an audience that has a very, very large quota of uh, Pacifica people. Yeah, look, I, I, yeah, I see, I could argue that point if you look at the Warriors supporters, right? The mixes thing. And I don't think, yeah, you gotta, you gotta, I'll be blunt with you, you've got to be careful on that call because you are sort of, I know where you're coming from, but I, I just think it's, I think it's a, a cultural thing in the sense of that rugby culture versus the rugby league culture, right? I think that's where it comes yeah, down. It's a bit of an old, old, the old boys network, you mean, sort of thing. Yeah, the go, you know, do the golf clap, and if it's not going, if it's not going right, you you got it right, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, Stephen, and I sort of grudgingly have to agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, don't don't be grudgingly. It's, it's it's a fact, and it sits in front of us. Brian, thanks for giving me a call, and thanks thanks for the uh, sentiment too, mate. Okay, mate. Brian from Christchurch, 0800 150811. That's 0800 150811. Actually, you know what? The, the one other group that we shouldn't forget when it comes to support are the Phoenix supporters because they are more like you will see in English football where they the noise is constant because they know how much difference that makes to a team. It's an interesting one. But when it comes to support, we're talking stadiums here, though, right? What is the better experience for you? And have you been to a stadium offshore and wish you had that experience at either Mount Smart or Eden Park? Zaid, how are you, bud? Hello? Yeah, I'm here, mate. Um, I think, yeah, Eden Park for me, it's a bit, uh, it's a better stadium. It's a, it's a bigger stadium. Um. But if does it's that raining, but, you have, but, if it's raining, it's um you're more likely to get a covered seat. Um, like I I, I always go to Eden Park and I always pretty much um it's always a lot easier to get a covered seat. Um, where Mount Smart it's a lot open, so if it's raining, you're pretty much guaranteed you're going to get wet. Um, I live out west Auckland, so it's a lot easier to get to Eden Park. Um, to to drive there and transport because it's pretty hard to get transport to Penrose. Um, and well, there, there really is a there's a train stop. that there's a train that stops out on the the road out there that's probably about two minutes walk from it. So I'll I'll question that one, but that's okay. That's how you how yeah, you. So. What about okay? So what about the fan experience for you when you go to Eden Park? Do you feel you get enough as a fan? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Pretty good on Saturday at the All Blacks. Okay, explain to me what they did. Explain to me what they did to make that experience better for you. Well, it was it was pretty loud. The the fans were into the game. No, 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 no. What did the ground? What did the what did New Zealand rugby do for you as a fan? Did you walk in? Did they did they offer you bangers? Did they offer you flags? Uh, um, every time the um the All Blacks scored, they had the heaters going off. You know, no, that's not yeah. That but you can, that that happens all over the place. I mean, I'm talking about you as a fan. What did you get extra that you wouldn't normally expect? Uh, yeah, there you go. Right. 
That's what I'm saying, yeah. mate. That's all I'm saying. Like if you were a, if you had a family, you go to a Warriors game. There's bouncy castles. There's all sorts of face painting. There's there's interactive displays. That's what I'm saying about when I talk about fan experience. Do you understand? Well, I guess there is usually there is usually flags at the All Blacks or the Blues games if you if you want a flag. I guess. Okay, so but, but okay, here's another question for you: Was there constant noise? Was the now it's easy when you're winning, right? Because the fan the fans are always going to go. But when it was was there constant noise when, when maybe the Australians were on the attack? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. All right. Good. Thank no. I, I, I have been to better experiences um, overseas. Um, the best ever crowd I've been to is Marvel Stadium, UFC, Israel, Adesanya, Robert Whitaker. You can't beat that. Um, the Gab is real good for cricket. I've been to a few. Yeah. A few big bash games when Brendan McCullum was playing. Yeah, okay. That's, that's a real good experience. So, so, so like, what, um, what was different about those, though? Because, you know, that's an interesting one to compare uh, the, the match and stadium. So when you when you uh, went to the Gabba, for instance, to watch a big bash, is, it, is there constant noise? Is, there, is, the, is the ground dancer constantly get, cheering people to go on? Or do, do you get freebies? All that sort of stuff to make your day uh, and get better value for money. Yeah, like they get the, like, kids more that involved and stuff. And they, like... Um, uh, like uh, do like a lot more music, and they um, always have like the kiss cam and like more fans involved. Um, like my dad always like says like it's a lot easier to get bears over there. Like the bear <laughs> queues here are like always real slow. And like we went to Eden Park the other day, and my dad was grabbing some bears, and people were just walking straight through the bear queue to get to their seats. And, yeah, like, yeah, and, like Aussie, they they give out bears a lot easier. Um, okay, no, no, the no. atmosphere is like it's it's a lot it's a lot better. Okay, um, so so you've you've answered your own question. I appreciate. No, I'm glad you gave me those other examples, Zaid, because you've answered yeah. your own question. Thanks for calling, mate. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. I've got Darren from Melbourne waiting, and also Adam. So stick around. This is midday madness. It's twelve seventeen on SENZ afternoons with Stephen. Twelve twenty one with Stephen McIver in for Staffy. Midday madness. We're comparing Mount Smart Stadium against Eden Park, and let me be quite blunt about Eden Park. It's in the middle of a residential area. Just want to say that. Stuff all parking. It's a cavern. Viewing's not great. Prices are expensive. And when you go to a footy match, a, a rugby match, it's deathly quiet because someone said, uh, just texted me, Brian, on the Temper Bed Post text line. I watched the test on TV and I noticed when we scored and they scanned the ground, a lot of people were just sitting like they're at a funeral. We need to loosen up and show some emotion. Yes, Brian, exactly. Let's go to Melbourne. G'day, Darren. Thanks for waiting. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Well, what's your take on this? Um, I went to Mount Smart a couple of months ago for the first time and uh, just comparing the two, I've been to Eden Park many times and Eden Park, when the All Blacks are playing, there's just some aura about it. It's just an amazing place once you get there. Um, I'll agree with you, getting there and leaving is just a nightmare. It's probably the worst stadium I've ever been to for that. Um, but Mount Smart, I just found real boutique, real close, um, a bit more basic, if I could say that. Um, but I, I think it'll be a great experience. I, would, I wouldn't have any issue um, substituting but that you, for that. But, but you, know the big, you know the big problem with Mount Smart and rugby? Rugby won't offer you anything extra than they offer at Eden Park because it's not being run by the Warriors, who understand, as does Rugby League full stop, that it's all about the fan. I definitely agree with that. I, um, 2019, I went to Twickenham to watch uh, England-Ireland 
Six Nations, and I kid you not, it was the best experience I've ever had at a rugby match. It was just phenomenal. It was like a, it was a game within a game. <laughs> so, 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 explain to me that because I, it, it intrigues me what you get offshore as opposed to what we are receiving here in New Zealand. Well, when you walk to the game, you're walking up streets as you would in Eden Park. But the difference is, everyone's front yard has a vendor in it selling <laughs> food. Um, scarves, memorabilia, hats. So there's this great vibe. People are chatting, buying, you know, eating. So, you know, that's the, you haven't even got to the stadium yet. And then once you get to the stadium, I kid you not, if you have to wait one minute for a beer, you're in a bad queue. It's everywhere sells beer. There's no restrictions. There's heaps of places for food. It's cheap. Emphasise on that it's cheap. It's not super expensive. Like, they haven't got their own currency for that's required for it. And, and then when you get into the game, everyone's just chanting. Everyone's like yeah. so engaged, but then they're not. They're, there's, there's moments where they just come off the game, talk about something else. They're still watching and then back into it. It's it's like a crescendo almost. It's... Um, uh, you, know, you know, Darren, I understand what you're saying about the All Blacks and you go to an All Black test and there's an awe about it, but I think that's an historical emotion, right? I think I think there needs to be a greater showing of emotion and support constantly because that's what, in my... And I, I simply use English football as an example. Passionate, oh, passionate fans consistently make a noise and have fun. Someone said to me that they were at at a game. Where was it? Oh, I think it's in one of these things here. They're told to shush at a rugby match because they're making noise. How does that work? How does that work when you're trying to support a team? Because you know that the footy players would love more. Hey, by the way, you're calling from Melbourne, and I've only been once to an AFL game. But I've got to say, AFL fans are like... EPL fans, they are bonkers and so fun to be around. Oh, I went to my first AFL game this year after being here 25 years, and um, they just don't shut up. <laughs> <laughs> they just absolutely never. They're always just yapping on about who's got the ball and what. It was it was quite interesting. So, mate, yeah, mate, I, mate, I, I agree. Pro- I mean, yep, yeah, sorry. No, no, you carry on. You carry on, please. The one thing I was going to say is that. I think the most noise that I heard out of Eden Park on the weekend was when they were bloody booing um, when you know when they're trying to kick, which I can't stand. So I think they're going to turn it around. Oh, look, it's but it's that tribalism. See, the booing's part of tribalism. I don't have a problem with that, right? It's when there's when it's when there's abusive players that's when I have a problem. Darren, I really appreciate you calling in from Melbourne, mate. Have an awesome day. Thanks, mate. Bye. Adam's on the line at 1227-0800-150811. What's your stadium experience like? Which do you prefer, Mount Smart Stadium or Eden Park? Tell me why, what your fan experience is like, because you're paying a lot of money to go to these places. Well, not so much when you go to a footy match because it's far better deal and far better entertainment. But tell me what you think, 0800-150811. G'day, Adam. How are we doing, Stephen? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I, I tell you what, you and Darren just wrapped that up in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the experience, the only experience in two test matches I've been to Eden Park that you could claim would be arguably watching the Hucker live. Yep. Um, other than that, which is obviously not given to you by NZ Rugby, I don't really see anything. Um, I haven't, I haven't had the chance to go to Mount Smart personally, um, but I've spent a bit of time in the UK and been to 
quite a few Tottenham Hotspur Premier League games and <laughs> nothing has compared in New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 absolutely nothing. And, and they talk about it being the national game, but they do absolutely nothing to promote it. They, they rely on the game itself to promote it. And as we know, the game's all over the place at the moment. You know, people have forgotten, they've already forgotten about the, the Ian Foster drama because they've won the rugby championship. It's, you know, it's, it's silent into, into silence. But when I go to a, an event, which is very rare to be fair, I want to be entertained constantly because I want to walk away and go, how good was that for the money I spent and more as an experience? Every time you go to a big game, it should be an event. And I don't think rugby in this country treats their their, their code as an event. No, well, yeah, the, the ground experience is what's severely lacking, which is, as you say, is driven from whatever sport is, is taking that, that time up. But... Um, anything over there, like even a relegation game, like the types of food, the, the beer lines, as mentioned before, everything is just streamlined. You can have whatever you like. The experience is probably world-class, really, um, and probably as close as you get to that sort of festival American sort of style. Well, yeah, here's um, the, it's, it's like NFL and the like. Yeah, well, well, Sam Sam was talking about this and just briefly about the Atlantic Falcons because he's been to an NFL game at the Atlanta Falcons. He says the ticket prices are such that they've got an attitude that the when you're buying food and stuff, you're not paying through the nose because they've already clipped the ticket on your your coming into the stadium. So they're not going to try and screw you anymore on food. Now that is something I like. I like that attitude. It's all about the fan. Yeah, well, you could, you could happily have that same price they have currently for an All Blacks test and just provide, I don't know, one meal with your ticket or something like that, you know what I mean, where it actually draws people in to be there for more than the 80 minutes. Yeah, I agree. All right, man. Hey, where are you calling from today, Adam? The mighty South Canterbury. The mighty South Canterbury. All right, buddy, you have a, a lovely time. Now, hang on. South Canterbury. Is is can you uh, is Timaru in South Canterbury? Is Timaru considered yeah. South Canterbury or North Otago? Certainly South Canterbury. Okay, well, I'll be down there in a couple of weeks at Levels Raceway, so turn some weather on me for me, will you? No worries at all. All right, mate. That's Adam calling from uh, South Canterbury. It is half past 12. Here's Johnny. Listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. with a reset on Midday Madness and what we are talking about with the All Blacks going to have to play because of the Women's World Cup locking out Eden Park at Mount Smart Stadium next year and the Rugby Championship against the Springboks. And we've been getting your ideas on which is the better stadium, which is the better stadium to go to and enjoy. Now, I've made it quite clear that when you go to Mount Smart Stadium, you are in a better, more boutique atmosphere and you can see everything. Uh, the fan experience is better. There is so much more for families and their children to do. There is a greater selection of food. The prices are probably similar to Eden Park, but you get better bang for your buck as an experience. Now, people will complain that it, it is in a industrial area. Well, the train runs, uh, what's that? I don't even know what the road is, but like you can jump on a train and you'll be there in a five-minute walk to the main gates outside the Western Grandstand or uh, the Northern Grandstand, Eastern Grandstand, excuse me. Eden Park, yeah, you can, you can train into Sandringham, then you've got to walk through residential areas. Parking is crap, full stop. Yeah, there's no point. You've, they, they, with tickets, you can get 
public transport, which is, has always been a great idea. Uh, the queues are ridiculous, as callers are telling us. The food's expensive. The food's average. What did... Um, what did Chris Ratu say? So it's a, ch- a graveyard with chips. A graveyard mm. with chips. Yeah, and it's in the middle of a residential area. Now, we can't we, this, that's not really the argument. The argument is which is the better place to enjoy? For me, and I know Sam's going to say the same thing. It is Mount Smart Stadium, and it, it also comes down to this: we don't need in this country a fifty thousand seater because it's not always full. And we don't have sports that continually keep it full. I would rather have, I'd rather bowl the damn thing. And if you can't put it on the waterfront, keep it there and build a nice 40,000 seater, 35,000 seater. Look what they've done in Central. I mean, and we have to remember, we're only a, a city of about one and a half million people. But look what they've done in Sydney with Combat Stadium and Allianz Stadium. Mm. 35, 44, I think 40, 30. 40, and I think Allianz is about 42, yeah. 45. So, yeah. But they're just nice boutique stands where you can see from everywhere. So if you have an, a thought on that, 0800 150811, which do you prefer? 0800 150811. Sam, what's your read on this? Well, Obviously, we had the conversation out in the office this morning. I posted it up on Twitter as a bit of a poll just because I was interested. I knew majority of people were going to select Eden Park and because they're rugby fanboys and a lot of them all stick together and they just want to pick it because they're loyal to it, right? But like, I can remove myself from the sport. So I can take yeah. rugby league and rugby out of it, right? Now, both stadiums, we probably should preface this by saying that both stadiums, in my mind, are not when you compare them to what's going on around the world and in other countries and new stadiums that are being built, they are far, far behind. So we can put that out there right off the bat. Yep. Both of them have a lot of deficiencies. However, when I'm picking between the two, and let's look at location. Now, if you live out west or if you live close to Eden Park, you'll probably say that is easier to get to in terms of your trains or if you're coming off the western. But for a lot of other people, pretty much anywhere else, and for me living up north or North Shore, Silverdale, Going on the motorway and getting off straight at Mount Smart and then going straight into a car park versus either A, driving to Eden Park by having to park millions of miles away and walking, or taking a bus into the city and then a train out to the ground. So you're having to get on two forms of public Mm -hmm. transport and taking about twice the time, right, because you're stopping at every stop to let people off. Um, I think Mount Smart wins that, that particular argument. Then you talk about, someone mentioned to me, oh, well, there's a lot of bars and restaurants around Eden Park. Well, Sandringham, right? Is that Sandringham? In Sandringham, yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, Kingsland. Kingsland, oh gosh. If Excuse that's, me. If that's what you like to do, if you're someone who likes to go to a pub before a game or go to a pub after a game, then I can see why that's important to you. For me, that's not. I go to a game before it starts, well before it starts for curtain raises, et cetera, or buy a beer or get something to eat at the ground. That's, my, that's how I sort of consume. Once again, you can do that just as easy at Mount Smart, so the whole pub nearby thing doesn't really apply to me. Now, talk about the actual stadium itself. Eden Park, to me, is a terrible stadium. What is it built for? Is it built for rugby? Is it built for cricket? Is it built for football? It's trying to do all these different things, right? And ironically, in my mind, one of the best events that has been at that stadium over the last, say, 10 years was a cricket match at a venue that's not even designed for cricket. In fact, internationally, it's the only it only has international status for cricket because it has had that for like 20 years. But per the standards of field, uh, field size, it doesn't fit ICC regulations. Wow. Okay. So... It's not even made for cricket, yet that was the best event. Why? Because of two things. A, the crowd, and B, the result. So the crowd does add to the experience. Like almost majority of it is comes from the crowd. And every event, everything I've been to at Eden Park, apart from that cricket semifinal, the crowd has been so dull and so laid back. 
put it down to the sport, but also put it down to the fact that for most people, you are sitting 40 metres away from the ground. Way too far You know, away. whereas at Mount Smart, you're right up close against it. Then we talk about the food and the drink. If you're miserable about the prices and the lines and the drinks, you're miserable when you're sitting down. It's like everything is a perfect storm for when you get into Eden Park, just not being that into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, no, I, Mount, I, Mount, I've, I've been there. I've been yeah. there and had to stand. And I went to the Lion when the Lions were here. Well, I, that was see, that was actually good though. Well, but it was the Lions fans who created that. Well, uh, yeah, it was, and I was half tanked anyway, so I was loud and obnoxious anyway. Yeah, and and but the people around me were made the difference. But you don't get that as a majority rule Correct. in rugby. And that's, that's the disappointing yeah. thing. And, and you, look, you don't have to be it up. Let's be blunt. You don't have to be it up I to never, be yeah. a fan. I, I, I think. So so walking up to Mount Smart is a little bit different to walking up to Eden Park. Like you said, you've got there's lots of fan stuff going on, handing out flags and all that sort of yeah. stuff. But Colour. Colour. But, but, but even then, but like I'll go back to that original point, that both do lack behind what um, – was it Darren talking about Twickenham there where you're walking through the streets? And so we could do that a lot better. But I think when you get into Mount Smart, there is, there's the drums playing, there's the ground announcer like you mentioned, there's noise of the fans, there's flags waving, there's better food, there's better food options. And it, if it's not the, if it's not the, um, same, uh, sorry, cheaper. It's very close to being the same price. But they also make it accessible for families. So there's always yep. stuff for the kids Correct. to do. And it, and you know, it can be as basic as handing them out flags, face painting. But they have, you know, they have uh, skills, a skills thing. You know, kids throwing the ball through stuff. They have mascots running around the whole nine yards. And that's where rugby has forgotten the the, the biggest rule of marketing when it comes to sport: the fan. Mm. The fan has always and will be, as as Andrew Abdo, the CEO of the NRL, said last night, it is about the fan. The fan is the most important aspect of the game and that the players, as he said, assemble at the Dally M's, it's all about them too because yeah. they bring the fan to the game. So... And it, look, it's just a more colourful, easy and, game to understand. And, and, and I'll throw one more argument out there as well. Um... Mount Smart, why do they host all the concerts? Oh, sorry, no, I put them, sorry. Back Eden up. Park doesn't, doesn't host concerts, right, because of the residents around yeah. the area saying no. Mount Smart does, and it's a great venue for concerts. I've been to a couple of concerts there, and it is fantastic. And you can say, oh, well, that's not fair because Eden Park doesn't host them. That's the point. They can't host them because of the area it's in, because <laughs> of the location. It makes it even worse. So there's another, pl- there's another negative for the Eden Park crowd, Stephen. <laughs> Love it. If you've got some thoughts, 0800 That's 0800 Mikey from Christchurch. How are you, buddy? Yeah, very good. Thank you, Stephen. Hey, uh, I haven't got too much skin in this game because obviously I live down here. But just in terms of the, the talk about rugby fans, I agree that rugby fans in New Zealand are traditionally very quiet. And I'll probably have to put my hand up there, um, to be honest. Um, but I've experienced uh, a game in the brand new Millennium Stadium at the time in Wales, 80,000 people non-stop singing, yep. going for it. And then also in the very old Lansdowne Road mm-hmm. in Dublin, this is before they uh, tore it down, same thing. And that's a, that was a decrepit, terrible stadium, but the fans were just going bananas the entire game. Plus they had a lot of officer kids. Um, the Millennium Stadium obviously good access to good food, toilets, etc., so even though the two stadiums were completely different, um, the fan experience was off the hook compared to what we get over here. Yeah, but so, so, okay. Sorry. So you've you've admitted you're not a great noisemaker. Why do you think that is? You know, it's a strange thing because um, 
I mean, I'm, I'm traditionally a union fan. Yep. But when the Kiwis are playing, <laughs> I'm screaming at the TV. Is it? Okay. I don't know what it is about league, but I'm going for it. And, and it's a very strange thing. Like me when I watch boxing. You know, weird. I, I, I can't put my finger on it, Stephen. I, I, I'm do, sorry. do you think I you've just... been conditioned to be quiet by people around you when you really want to open open up? I think so. I think so. I think when the lines, because um, obviously um, Canary missed out on the lines to all those years ago after the earthquake. Um, but the recent lines to a. Um, we had fans come through Christchurch as well, and they just bring a whole different element. And I think it kind of brings us as fans out of our shells. Because, yes, I think we have been conditioned to be a bit like that down I, here. I think we have to learn. It's a continual learning process. And But I, I will come back to this. And this is not a get at rugby. It's a simple fact. They have to start putting the fan first. Not worry about the prices. Put the fan first and how they can make that experience so much better. It's all well and good for the kids to wait after and get a a photo with an all black or a super rugby player and they can sign this and that. But it's actually during the before before and during the game that the experience has to be better. Mate, I appreciate your time, buddy. What's the weather like in Christchurch today? Uh, It's absolutely stunning. It's about 21 degrees, but it's about to have a massive cold front come through and we're going to drop to about eight. I'm enjoying it while I can. Lovely, Mikey. Thanks for your call, pal. No worries. Thank you. 12.43 on Midday Madden with Stephen McIver in for Staffy. Uh, Pete just said on the Temper Bed Post text line, if we don't have a 50,000 cent national stadium, we won't get another Rugby Cup, World Cup. I don't care. 49 on this Thursday afternoon with Stephen in for Staffy. Scott's been waiting patiently in Wellington. Howdy, mate. G'day, Stephen. How are you going? Good, thank you. Um, yeah, no, I think, um, I think you and Sam had a couple of good points before, especially um, with Eden Park. I've got to admit, I'm, I'm not a rugby person at all, but I've been there multiple times for, for cricket. Um, and, and I think the, the issue, the problem is it's you're trying to, as Sam said, you're trying to get so many different things into one stadium. It doesn't actually have a, a, an actual purpose. And you end up being so far away from the action. And I know the last time we were sitting, um, the, the ball would go up and you couldn't even see it because the second tier on the main stand basically blocked, blocked your view off. <laughs> um, so, the, you know, you, you're trying to get so many different things into one place. And, and I think that's the problem. You see, Park's got the history but that's the problem. It's the history. It's the past. It's it's not what's needed for the present. And um, being a um, former season ticket holder with the Warriors at Mount Smart, um, I, I've got to say it is a it's a nice ground to go and watch uh, rugby league at because you are very close to the action. You're over the top of the action. Um, and, and I think as well, um, you know, as you said the Warriors engage with the fans. And and there was one I remember from many years ago before I had kids, but. Um, I remember Stephen Price was out injured and um, during the game and uh, before the game, he was doing a whole lot of stuff with the kids in front of the bank. Um, And there were a few of the, I think it was the under-20s might have been there with them afterwards as well. And and the kids just loved it. You know, they were just getting engaged in it and um, enjoying the time there. You're you're on the money, Scott. That's what it's all about, engagement. Thanks for the call on 0800 150811. Now, this is what I love about uh, Talkback because people have an opinion. Uh, uh, Stephen, uh, not a great... not to get at rugby, get a grip. You spent a hour and a half ripping out rugby's home stadium uh, and their fans and the union. What a punishable listen. If you don't care about union, uh, go across to Australia where you can discuss league for as much as you like rather than ripping out the country's number one code. League will always be second fiddle. Build a bridge and get over it. Oh, well, I'm, I've built that bridge and I'm well over it, pal. It's as simple as that. But this is this is real life. You know, and we, we can't sit around and continue to accept 
when you're paying good money, big money to go to a game, that's all you've got. I've always been a great believer. The, the way rugby can make it better engaging for the fan, how at least two curtain raises, you know? I mean, the rugby Women's Rugby World Cup has a triple header to start, to start the tournament. How good is that? It's 12.52. The SE own and jump in on the show. This is Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. 12.57 with Stephen McIver, 0800 150811. Uh, Dave writes, hi, Sammy and Stephen, on the Timber Bedpost text line. I don't care. That comes across as a very self-indulgent attitude. There are a lot of Kiwis that do care. As one of two countries in the world that have rugby as their national game, it's one event that brings the country together. I think he's talking about the Rugby World Cup. There is another generation that have not experienced a Rugby World Cup in our country. And if we are to have any chance of continuing the all-black legacy, that generation of the future. Yeah, this is where I have a slight problem, Dave, in the fact that the next generation aren't all about rugby. We've got young Jake here, who's from Canterbury and likes his rugby but would rather prioritise hanging out with his mates and watching an EPL game at two in the morning than going to a rugby match and supporting it. Or our mate Brendan out out in the office who said he left the All Blacks game 20 minutes early so he could find a taxi and go to the bar. And I'm going, hang on a minute. That's And we argued. I shouted at him. I called him a theatre-goer because that's not what a true fan does. I think you will discover, and I think rugby league is in the same territory as well, that unless they continue to make the fan engagement better and mums and dads, more importantly, mums and dads, more importantly, feel that their children who want to play the game are going to be safe, then you watch, you watch the dynamic change. Yes, it may be considered our national game, but the growth in basketball is enormous amongst young men and young women Football, even though it's sabotaged by the NZ, the football New Zealand, because they don't seem to have their together, is still a huge sport. And it is a truly, truly global sport. So I understand where you're coming from, but I think that next generation, it's going to be incredibly, I think the change is going to be larger than you think. Uh, Mike writes, and I, we live 20 minutes east of Hamilton, and we are a season ticket holders for the Warriors. Being out of town to get, been out of town to get to and from Mount Smart wins by a mile. We've even been to concerts at Mount Smart, and afterwards to get to the car and home in one and a half hours. Eden Park is a nightmare. And this one I thought from Stefan was quite funny. In regards to the Kiwis being quiets in stadiums, I think it's because we're too scared of being kicked out by overzealous security guards. Seen it happen too often. A few guys having a laugh, getting involved, not harming anyone. Next thing you know, they're getting walked out. Yeah, I think in fairness, Stefan, normally when someone's walking out, they are creating more of a problem for those around them uh, than actually having a good time. All right, because I remember my, my Lions experience. I was having a large time and making a lot of noise, which is, comes as no surprise when you lag it up like I was, and no one walked me out. So... Yeah, and his, and his gig just quickly gets in on the Timber Bed Post text line. Stop charging 12 bucks for a can of beer for a start. Well, that's what you pay in a pub. Fair play to that one. Stick, don't forget, uh, this is all about Gull, fueling your mission all year round. Coming your way after 1 o'clock, Sarah Hidney, Black Fern Loose Ford about the World Cup, which is not too far away.
When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.